Hello, B2B marketers. Welcome back to the Marketing Bound podcast, where we help you with tangible marketing tips, help you boost your confidence in your skills, and give you access to some of the best minds in the industry. I am your host, Laura L. Bernhard, and I am so excited for this episode because it's the 100th episode. Don't worry, I won't yell in your ear, but I'm very excited. I started my podcast back in 2019, and for those of you who may not know, I actually started by targeting entrepreneurs and helping them with their marketing. And so, damn, like, come a long way. A hundred episodes. I really, I did not think that this would happen, but we're here. Thank you so much for everyone who's been here for the whole ride. And I'm looking forward to the next 100 episodes. And I really wanted to commemorate this milestone. And I thought, well, what a better way to celebrate the 100th episode by writing out 100 lessons that I've learned by publishing 100 podcast episodes. And so... I collected all of those lessons in a blog, and I will put that in the show notes for you guys to access. Damn, I really had to do a lot of reflection, but it was great. There's really no fluff in that blog. All those lessons I really, I learned, (laughs) and I separate them in like 12 different categories, so it's not just like a list of 100, and it talks about like career growth and success, marketing lessons, all the cliches that we hear and the ones that are actually correct. I talk about networking and what I learned about myself, self-development, LinkedIn lessons, even my my mindset on money and how that's changed. And then I also cover like business lessons and podcasting lessons. So, so many lessons I've learned along the way that I really want to share with you guys that I hope spark inspiration and action. So definitely check that out in the show notes. And for this episode, I just want to cover like, you know, the top 11, (laughs) such a random number, but I chose 11 of the lessons to talk to you about today. And without further ado, let's just get into it. I just want to start by saying if you have any questions about any of these lessons, especially from the blog, if you want me to go into more detail, definitely shoot me a message on LinkedIn. I'll link my profile in the show notes. And with that, these 11 lessons that we're about to go through, I've kind of separated them by like career related and personal growth. So let's start with the career related ones. The first lesson is to never stop learning. This lesson hits close to home because I feel like in one of my jobs, I kind of got into the habit of trying to just cross things off the list. Oh, I have a blog to write. I have a post to post. I have I have to do this. I have to do that. Email campaign, all this. And I never really stopped to reflect and to see what I was doing. And because I wasn't doing that, I also wasn't taking the time to expand my knowledge and just see what was going on in the industry. 
What's going on with marketing? Is there anything changing? And let me tell you, in marketing, something is always changing. As a result, us marketers, it's it's part of our responsibility to really keep up with the trends, to know what's going on. And I hope that the Marketing Bound podcast does end up as a resource for you to help you with this. But no matter what resource you go to, you can never stop learning. As a marketer, you, you need to constantly stay up to date. You need to know what's going on. And just to spark some in, inspiration here, that can be YouTube videos, that can be LinkedIn posts, podcasts, books. Um, there are so many places where you can continue learning. There are a lot of free certificates as well. Um, what I'm going to do for you guys is I'm going to create a collection of resources for you and I'm going to put them on the website. I don't have that yet, but look in the show notes depending on when you're listening to this and I will add it for sure, but never stop learning. So important. The next career-related lesson that I've learned is to niche down. Niche down as in like your target audience. No matter where you work, if they have the mentality where they say something like, oh yeah, but we can help everybody. (laughs) Um, It just, it doesn't work that way. Like technically, technically, Nike serves everyone right? Because it's running shoes. Everybody can buy Nike shoes. But in their marketing, they're targeting athletes. And as a result, athletes wear their shoes. And then, well, in that, in that industry, it's a little bit different. But then everyone else looks at these athletes and we're like, oh my gosh, we want to be as great as them. And then we buy Nike shoes as well. But all this to say is that you have to niche down. And if Nike can niche down, then so can the company you work for. And I have three instances where I have helped three separate parties niche down and they've all benefited. So let's start with the first one. At one of my former jobs, they did have the mentality where it's like, oh, well, we can just help everybody. Like we don't, it doesn't matter who comes to us. And in small businesses, especially if you work for a small business, it's very common for them to say something like that because as soon as they can get their hands on some income and some revenue, they're going to take it. They don't care who it's coming from. So that makes it very hard to niche down because niching down is scary. Niching down is very specific. Whereas if you keep your target audience open, small businesses think like, oh, that's better for us because we can make more revenue. But in the end, it means that your processes are different for every kind of customer. It means marketing isn't very clear because you have so many different kinds of customers. Internally, operations are going to be a mess. Like it's just, it's not great and it's definitely not scalable. So for this company I worked for, I it took me a long time, but I kept telling them that we had to niche down. I'm like, we can't just help everybody in this industry. That makes no sense. So Right before I left, I actually helped them identify a niche that they should hone into. Now, I didn't see exactly what happened because I I did leave, but on their LinkedIn page, and I see some ads, uh, I see that they 
have continued with this target audience, this niched down target audience. And although I cannot tell if the whole company revolves around this niche, I can see that they're benefiting from it. They've continued it, which means it's working. So that's a win. The second instance is actually where I currently work. I currently work for a cybersecurity company. We offer solutions in cybersecurity and we, ha- we have 15 of them. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, it's so good. We have 15, we can help everybody and we can serve all of their needs. And I was like, um, uh, no, <laughs> but you can't just tell them no. You have to, as marketers, you know, we have to actually do the work. So I researched all the industries that they were going after, which was like, oh my God, like 25 of them. And I was like, this is a no-no. Researched all of them. Then I got the sales team and upper management together. And I said, let's review this together and pick the top three. That way we can be on the same page. We can develop testimonials and business cases for specific industries, which is way more helpful than having 25 industries that aren't related to each other. So that was like the first level of niching down. The second level was, okay, we have 15 products. So imagine 25 industries and 15 products. What's 25 times 15? Like that was insane. So we narrowed it down to three industries. And then I said, let's pick two. Literally, let's pick two products to focus on. I said, which one do we make the most money off of? Which one aligns with our skills the most? Which ones do we already have customers in with really good success stories? And so now we focus on data privacy and data protection. And that's it. Data privacy and data protection for construction, manufacturing, and transportation. Right now, that, that All those activities, that took three months. So it's not an easy task. It does take time. It t- does take some coordination within the team. But now we have really clear messaging. Everybody's on the same page. I don't have the results for you yet, but I will keep you posted. This is what we're working with right now. So again, win. In the third instance, it's actually this podcast. When I started this podcast, I was targeting entrepreneurs. And as a marketer, I knew that that was too vague. Which kind of entrepreneurs am I targeting? What am I, what, what am I helping them with? Who do I interview to help them best? And because I wasn't clear enough, I didn't get very far. The episodes at the beginning of the podcast, although very, very good, very valuable, they're not valuable to all the same person because they're different. They're all very interesting, but they're not all valuable to the same persona. And so I knew I had to niche down. So over the years, I did. I niched down a little bit here, a little bit there. But then finally this year, I hit the nail on the head. Helping new B2B marketers. So clear. Helping them with marketing tips, helping them boost their confidence, 
that is the exact persona that I was when I started my career 10 years ago and I would have loved this resource. And just like that, another win. And actually, just fun story, when I updated my LinkedIn profile to target new B2B marketers, I was very scared because I said, oh my God, this is so niche. How am I going to reach my audience? Like it's way too niche. Nobody is going to find me. And within one week of changing my profile, people reached out to me and said, hey, I need help because I'm new to B2B. Boom. I knew it worked just like that. So those are three instances of niching down. If you're working for a smaller company, if you're working in a company where it was a very small marketing team, that's where this becomes very important. And over my career, time and time again, I learned this lesson. So very important, niche down. So let's move on to the third lesson, still career related, and that is to talk to your customers. So this kind of goes with the niching down, but you absolutely want to talk to your customers. Oh my goodness. Ask them, how did you find us? Why did you pick us? How long have you been with us? What do you like about our product or service? What don't you like about our product or service? Guys, they will tell you everything you need to know. And then you can take that. You can improve your messaging. You can improve your content. You know exactly how to talk to them. It's just, it's really something that most companies don't take the time to do. And, and it could be very hard, very difficult, especially in some companies when sales don't want you to talk to their customers. It can be, it can be a problem for, for sure. But let me tell you, the companies that do talk to their customers, those are the ones that are winning. You need that feedback loop. And with that, let's go to the last career-related lesson. And that is, especially in marketing, you need to get results. If you want to get a promotion, you want to change your title, a pay raise, all those things, just, just to get recognition, you need to get results. As a new marketer, that can be very nerve-wracking because you're new, you're not sure if what you're doing is correct. If you're a solo marketer, you have no one to bounce ideas off of. Everybody in your organization just expects you to know everything. And trust me, no matter how many years of experience you have, no matter where you work, every marketer does not know everything about marketing. It's number one, impossible. And number two, if someone tells you that, it's a lie. There's no way. People think I know how to do like design, like graphic design. I'm like, nope, nope, that's not, that's not what I do. <laughs> but people just expect you to know everything. And that's not uncommon. So if you're dealing with that, Trust me, we all have. <laughs> and we're all just figuring it out on the way. And that's a lot of marketing because every industry, every business, all have different resources. The, the strategy is not going to work the same for every single business or else every business would be successful. So know that you have to get results and know that it's okay if you don't know how to get them, but you need to get them. So how do you do that? You try you apply things, you keep learning and you apply things and you test things. And also a way to help you 
with this is to just track your progress. So I've been doing this my whole career and that is to write out your milestones. So I'll give you a tangible example. My current job, I've been writing milestones for the last four months. I started four months ago or five months at this point. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Five months ago. And in January, so at the beginning of the year, I told my co-founder, you have to be on LinkedIn. You have to post every single day. And so that's what he's been doing for four or five months. And at first I'm like, okay, we're going to look, we're going to look out for leads. It's going to be so good. And you know what? That did not happen. What did happen instead was it became this way to manage our partners and partner management that can be a whole role a whole a full position itself but instead because he was posting every single day that acted as a liaison with all of our partners so that turned out to be amazing milestone put it on my list and so last week what happened was that he got his first lead someone needed help in cybersecurity, and because the co-founder popped up on his LinkedIn every single day for the last four months. When he needed help, he was like, oh my goodness, I have to go to this person. Milestone, put it on the list. In three months from now, I don't know, if LinkedIn stops working with our partners and gets absolutely no more leads, and my co-founder comes to me and say, why are we still doing this? And I will say, you're right, let's reevaluate because it did work in January, February, March with our partners and we did get a lead in May. So you see how I'm using my like progress tracker, these milestones to one, help me determine what is working and what is not working. And two, to relay all this information to upper management. So if they want to talk about, oh, hey, what are you working on? I have a list. I know exactly what's going on. All this to say is that you do need to get results. Now, marketing results take a very long time, could take a very long time in that interim, track your progress and don't stop tracking your progress because that also helps you build a marketing portfolio of the things that you've accomplished. So both very important. And with that, those are the four career-related lessons that I wanted to bring to you today. Now let's jump into the next seven lessons. Yeah, next seven lessons about personal growth. So lesson number five. So lesson number five is to just start. Before I started my podcast, I had ideas for just about anything movie scripts, books, businesses, YouTube channels, Instagram pages. Oh my gosh, the list was so long. Can you guess how many of those projects I started? I'll just give you one guess. You're right, zero. Absolutely none of them. And I came up with so many excuses like, oh, maybe I'm just not passionate about it enough. Oh, I don't have the resources oh, blah, 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 this and that, all of that is bullshit, okay? Because when I started my podcast, I was determined 
to continue it. I was like, this is not just going to be like any of my other ideas. I'm actually going to follow through with it. And I had no plan. I had no idea where it was going to end up. But I started. I started. And thank goodness I did. Look at us now. What? So lesson number five is very important to me because for years, I did nothing. I never started. And it was so frustrating. So frustrating. Guys, if you have an idea, even if it's at work, anything in life, just start. Oh, you want to start exercising? Do it. You want to go on vacation? Do it. You want to just anything. Just just start. Just go do it. Even if you fail, it doesn't matter. And that's such a good segue into my next lesson. Lesson number six is failure is part of success. And my advice is to start failing. It's, it's like another phrase for like start trying things. Failure is part of everybody's story. I've interviewed 100 people, guys. Failure is part of everybody's story. If you haven't failed at anything yet, you're not going anywhere. You have to fail to grow and to get ahead. It's just, it's just part of the formula. It just has to be there. So lesson number six, trust me, just recording this episode, I failed a few times. And you just, you keep going because you grow. I learned from, from this episode, trust me. And with that, let's move on to lesson number seven. One of my faves. And that is that small habits lead to massive growth. Atomic habits, I will link it in the show notes. I highly, highly, highly recommend you read that book if you haven't already. I wish that book existed 10 years ago. Because even if you only implement one piece of advice from it, it will help you. And everybody I know that's read that book, it has helped them. It just talks to you about how to leverage everyday habits into massive success. And I'll give you an example of this. If you go to the gym every single day for 20 minutes, 20 minutes is a small habit, right? Just a small habit considering like you have 24 hours. But if you do it every single day for six months, you're going to seek some kind of progress, some kind of results, because the small habits that you do every single day are the most important. They lead to the biggest growth. I also learned this over and over and over again, just interviewing so many people. And it's also really part of marketing as well, right? Like you have to just keep going. You can't just stop. And that also leads into my next lesson, which is consistency. Consistency in marketing in general is just so important. It's so easy to get caught up in a fad, in in a strategy that you only do for two weeks and then you stop because, you know, TikTok seems better. A lot of people get caught up in those things, but in marketing, you have to keep it going. Just like I was talking about my co-founder on LinkedIn before, four months to get a lead because of consistency. 
consistency. I know everyone says it. And it's, I know out of all 100 lessons that I wrote out, I chose that one to talk about, but that's because it's actually so powerful. And when you start using that, start being consistent, whether it's on LinkedIn, at your job, to help you grow, um, to lose weight, to anything, you're going to see the power of consistency. So let's move on to lesson number nine. And this one, (laughs) this one might sting a little. And that is whatever you're not changing, you're choosing. It sounds a little cheesy. um, And sometimes I know, like, depending on your situation, you might not be able to change But in general, you actually have a lot more power than you think you do to take control of things in your life. And so if you don't like something and you're not actively trying to change it, then you're choosing it. The best example I can give you is if you don't like your job. Obviously, sometimes you need to stick in a job for personal reasons, but If you're not actively looking for a new one, you're choosing it. You're choosing to work there. So yeah, this one one kind of stings, but very, very important. The 10th lesson is something I think everybody struggles with. We're all scared to put ourselves out there to start an Instagram page and be an influencer, to start a YouTube channel, to show up on LinkedIn, to raise our hand at work etc, 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 because we're scared of what other people are going to think. But I have a secret. Nobody cares. What? Nobody cares about what you're doing. Literally, nobody cares. And oh yes, I have to go look for this interview. I interviewed Celia Gurkovich, an entrepreneur. She had like, I don't know, 10 businesses at the time. And I asked her, I said, oh my gosh, you closed a few of your businesses? Like, how did everybody react? And she's like, oh my God, who cares? She's like, I closed them. And when they asked, I told them that I moved on. And we all need that kind of attitude because literally nobody cares. I will also link that episode in the show notes because it's great. But seriously, you want to show up on LinkedIn? You want to start an Instagram page? You want to start a YouTube channel? Do it. Literally just do it. And you know, going back to lesson five, just start. Just see if you like it. Oh, I don't remember right now. Oh, I wish I remembered, but I remember starting something after years of thinking about it and I realized I didn't like it. And I was like, wow, if only I had started sooner, if only I had not been scared to put myself out there, I would have realized that I didn't like it. And then I could have just moved on. Because sometimes we idolize things that we don't have or we're not currently doing and we make it this huge thing in our mind without ever trying it. A good example is I remember one of my friends in university wanted to move to LA, but she had never visited LA. And I was like, you should probably visit before before saying things like that (laughs) because I went and I was like, eh. Like you should, you should visit, but trust me, there are only benefits that can come from 
putting yourself out there because literally nobody cares. Nobody. Your friends from university, your family, all those people, they might have opinions, but they'll forget about it and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just do it. Oh, such a good loop back to Nike. So with that, let's go to our final lesson of this episode. But again, definitely look at the 100 lessons in the blog, in the show notes. But yes, this this 11th lesson I learned at the beginning of my podcast, like in 2019, one of my first interviews, and it was with Eloise Gagnon. I will link that episode in the show notes. And when she told me this, uh, yeah, it stuck with me and it will never leave. And it's about commitment. So I'll paraphrase what she told me. She basically said, we keep commitments to our friends. You know, oh yeah, I'll absolutely be there at supper uh, on Friday at 6 p.m. Like we're going to show up, no doubt, right? But then we talk ourselves out of the plans we make with ourselves, like going to the gym or starting a project or showing up online. We literally talk ourselves out of doing it. We commit ourselves more to our friends and other people than we do to ourselves. We show up for others, but not for ourselves. And then if you think about it, why would anyone show up for you if you can't show up for yourself? And when she told me that, I was like, oh my God. This lesson is very much about following through with the commitments you make to yourself. If you want to become the VP of marketing, if you want to become the CEO, if you want to become the biggest influencer on LinkedIn, stick to that commitment. Don't bail on yourself. Show up for yourself. That lesson sticks with me all the time because when you're not motivated, when you don't feel like doing something, you're like, "Mm, I need to show up for myself because number one, no one else will. And number two, I do it for other people. So if I can do it for others, I can absolutely do it for myself. So that summarizes the top 11 lessons out of the 100 lessons I've learned over the years. I hope you check out the blog. And again, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I'm so excited for the next 100 episodes. And shoot me a message if you have any questions or recommendations. I would love to hear from you. And with that, thanks so much. Toodles. Now comes the fun part. Subscribe to the Marketing Bound podcast to catch every single episode and make sure to leave a review so we can take the show to the next level. 